What's poppin', y'all? It's your man DJ Steph Floss here with episode five of my Friends of the Program podcast with today's good friend, great friend, and amazing artist, Sue Tai. Um, we've actually been supposed to do this for a few days now, but I think she's very, very busy um, working on a big project. So, you know, we had to put this off. But I'm about to get on the horn and we're going to get into it. Uh, hold on. Let me call her right now. Let's make sure this works. Hopefully she picks up because it's private. Hello. Sue, we're recording. How are you? Good, sir. What's up? No, you're not laying down or nothing like that, are you? You're not asleep, are you? <laughs> I'm just, um, I just finished painting for the day. So. Did you finish it? Um, basically, I just have to do some touch-ups, but I need, like, a fresh start tomorrow. So is this... I'm better in the morning. Because I've been trying to do this podcast for, like, a week now. Is this the reason why I haven't been able to get you, like, <laughs> to do the show? Like, is it because you've been working? You, you literally couldn't... Yeah, because you have to, like, catch me at the right time. Like, I I paint from, like, as soon as the sun comes out. So, like, I have to do it, like, at 7 a.m. to, um, like, 6 a.m. now because the daylight savings. And then... And I keep for three hours, you know, six to nine, and then I have to do it all night for other stuff. Hold on. So you only paint when the sun comes out? Yeah. Like, I need, because I can only paint with, like, natural daylight. It's the best lighting, and it's better for my eyes, so okay. I have to start as soon as the sun comes out. Well, that sounds totally different. Mm -hmm. That sounds totally different than my life, but, you know, now I understand. So... I know you got to finish um, what you're working on, and we'll, we'll get back to what That's you're... That's why we have opposite schedules. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, we make it work sometimes. Usually tequila's evolve, how we make it work, but, you know, that's fine. So, listen, um, I'm sure you're familiar, but everybody that's tuned in right now, this is a podcast that I put together um, to showcase my amazing friends. Um, like I said, this is episode five. Uh, hold on. This is episode five. Um, of our podcast, and I have some I have some friends that are you know held in higher regards than some of my other friends. But I want to give all of my friends the same recognition that I think they all deserve. And Sue, you're one of those amazing friends, and I love you and I appreciate you. Aww. And I just wanted to let you know that. But before before we get this started, until you know you being the amazing artist that you are, I got some icebreaker questions, and this is what I ask everyone: they all get different icebreakers. <laughs> So th these are yours. They're not too ridiculous, trust me. First, what's your favorite restaurant? Right. Favorite? I don't have a, I have a drink yet. You need a drink. It's four. <laughs> it's, I'm wine it's, it's four o'clock. It is. Alright, All right, have a drink. It's, Come on. What's your Come favorite? On. What's your favorite restaurant in New York City? If you can answer that without getting anybody mad. I don't think I know this I don't either. Oh, it's hard. I have like one for every cuisine, I guess. You no, know, I love Jamaican food. I go to Nagoya a lot. All right, so you're Jamaican. I know you. It's it's so you. It's such a weird scenario with you and Jamaican food because you're Asian and you <laughs> love Jamaican food like you're from the islands. I never could understand. I do, but it. my best friend is Jamaican. All right, so that's where that comes from. 
You, I think that's where it comes from. You've legit, I know for a fact that you've had two birthday celebrations that you've incorporated like Jamaican themes into it. We had the one where it was like a, ba- uh, a bashment and then another one where we did Jamaican brunch yeah, the my next 30th. day. So your favorite Jamaican restaurant in New York? Yeah, I mean, that's just regular. We just do that. Yeah, we just go to brunch. So what is it? Would you say Negril? I'll say I think I've gone to Negril the most. Negril the most. All right. So everybody out there like Jamaican food, go to Negril. What's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, that's hard. It's not hard. Everybody has a favorite movie. You asked me my it favorite. Is. I don't think I have a favorite movie. You asked me my favorite movie. I can name you five that are could be considered my favorite. Everybody has a favorite movie. Um. Not. They're like really random. I'm. These are random questions. You gotta give me one. Okay. Um, Cruel Intentions used to be one of my favorite movies. Cruel Intentions is one of my favorite um, favorites. Monsters Inc. All right, never mind. You go from Cruel Intentions to Monsters <laughs> Inc. <laughs> Those don't even make sense together. Oh, yeah, then I was gonna go. Then my next, my next movie was gonna be Argo. It was gonna be Argo. What did you say, Argos? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look. You never seen Argo? No, I've never seen. I've seen previews. Oh my god, Argo is such an amazing movie. I've seen. I've, I know the premise of it. I've seen previews, but I've never. I like. It's so hard for me to watch movies. I just saw Bad Boys Three, uh, Bad Boy. What is it called? Bad Boys Forever or whatever. I just saw that two days ago. The new one or the or the second one? The new one with um where they were in Miami. Well, I guess all. I, 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 I never watched the movie. Yeah, I, I, like I, it's such a like it's it's such a hassle to go to the movies, but I finally went and saw it, and it was actually very good. All right, without telling us how old you are, what's something from your childhood that could only be associated with how old you are? I'm gonna give you a hint. Um, mine, mine is like AOL. <laughs> I guess you don't need to hit. You said what? you said AOL. Yeah, the dial-up. You had to like, you couldn't use the phone. What was your, what was your, a, uh, what was your aim name? <laughs> I can't. That's what I'm about to say. You said, what, what was it? <laughs> oh my God, it was Angel Kiss 127. Angel Kiss, what? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? And then after that, I changed it to XOX. Yeah. Mine was Street Star Two. Yeah. Mine was Street Star Two One Six. Street Star Two One Six. Oh my God! All right, two more questions for you before we get this thing started. Why is Last Lap so good? Mm-hmm. Why is it so good? Did you ask everyone that, or is that No, these are just for you. I have not asked anybody else these questions. I, 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 was, I was like, you would ask me about last lap. Um, no, I think last lap is so dope because for us, it's kind of like, kind of like a watering hole for like our group of friends. And the fact that like if our own friends can own it, it's super dope to be able to like support that and just have like a small place that like 
we always kind of, you know, feel welcome. We know everyone, and like the food and drinks are good. It's like it's just a dope place to like, I guess meet up with your friends. It's so you ever you remember Cheers? Remember that show Cheers? Yeah, it's I, well, I was gonna say it was like it's like friends, like our Central Park. No, it is. It is. It's like it's a combination of friends and Central Park. Like, and I'm not even from New York, but I. If I had one place that I had to go in New York City, every time I go there, it's gonna be a last lap. Although, yeah. although my favorite uh, bartender, yeah, I think she's, she, I think she's pregnant now, or she just had the baby, so she probably will be out of commission for a while. But you know, it's all good. I mean, you know, life happens. <laughs> life happens. It's all good. I can't be mad at her. I, I try. I wonder if she got pregnant at last lap. You say she get pregnant in last lap. No, I wonder if she got pregnant at last time. <laughs> I hope so. All right, last one. Tequila. If you had to choose between a silver or blanco, reposado or anejo, which one would you choose? Blanco. Blanco. Fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact about Sue, everyone. Um, and we kind of like we kind of bond on tequila. She kind of like every time we drink tequila or she drinks tequila, whatever it is, she ends up crying in some capacity. It's, it's one of the most ridiculous things. <laughs> not all, not, wait, first of all, I'm not all. At, at least 90% of the time. I've, it's, not, like, it's, it's like 60. 60 it's, like, it's like 74% of the time. Like, I, I think <laughs> maybe the last time we drank, it was no crying, but it was mad early and mad hot. What was that, Basel? Y'all had me outside at 11 o'clock in the morning. Where was that? Where was that flame? It was so high, and I was fresh off a plane, I couldn't check in. But anyway, all right, so. Did I cry? No, you didn't cry. You didn't cry. I, you didn't cry during the day. I don't know if Oh, you, I thought you were saying like five then. I was like, I don't have a crying. No, 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 head. you didn't. That's what I said, 70%. 70 75% of the time, you drink tequila, and um, you cry it probably has something to do with you being an artist and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I'm very emotional. I know you get, you're like a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. I might as well be an artist. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's I'm an Aquarius. All my friends are Pisces. That's, that's, that's why we mesh so well. Are we so, I mean, on the, on the sign, like the sign chart, what's it called? The um, astrology sign chart are Pisces and Aquarius supposed to get along well. I'm not gonna, I don't know that much, but I just know I'm Aquarius, and I'm the only, like, I don't have any Aquarius friends, like, but then all my friends are Pisces, so I think it just means, like, Pisces all get along with each other, and then I guess I don't get along with other Aquariuses? I don't know, but it's Pis just me, and then all Pisces. Pisces are such good people. So this is how me and Sue actually became friends. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the story. So I actually became very, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not, by the way, the story you think I'm going to tell Sue, I'm not going to really delve all the way into that story, but this is, this is, this is my version. This is the podcast version of, okay. uh, of this story. So I actually became, I don't think it was bad. No, 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 it's not. I just don't want to go into, let me do this part first and then I'll go into that part. I just didn't want to go okay. into too many specifics. So I actually became um, familiar with Sue off of Twitter just because of mutual friends and it was a, a bunch of mutual friends that I had that she had and I would see you know how people retweet other people and bring them into your timeline and she was always responsive to them she was cool uh, beautiful young lady and her art was dope 
And I was like, all right, so I'll, you know, I'll finally start following her. And, um, you know, we started interacting on, um, on Twitter and everything. And I really didn't really too much know that much about Sue. And I'm talking to you now. I didn't really know that much about you. But then I started um, seeing, like, um, all of this talk about Wale's bad single cover and then the Rihanna remix to the single cover. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess she's like a real artist. Not, I mean, like, not not to be disrespectful to like any other artist, but I'm like, I don't really know too many like yeah. real, real. I'm like, oh, she's really doing stuff. But before we get into that, um, you're an artist now. You're an amazing artist. Um, but did you grow up like wanting to be an artist? So did you just pick that up later in life because it was something that you found out? that you were dope at. Like me, I wanted to, when I, I didn't want to be a DJ when I was super, super young. I wanted to be a scientist. That didn't work out well. Right. And, and here we are, you know, doing this music thing that I love. So <laughs> with, with you and your childhood, did you come out the womb wanting to like, or drawing or, you know, how did that work? Um, I came out the womb definitely creative and always drawing and, uh, like to like create things but not necessarily so that there's different I guess, like stages to what I wanted to do as far as art um I was always drawing and sketching more so not painting painting something that I used to hate when I was younger it was just something I didn't like to do people usually either draw or paint like one of the other like two completely different um what would you draw like sketch what, what, what would be a childhood like, sketch? like pencil drawings and like color pencils okay and I used to want to, like, illustrate children's books. I used to, like, write my own um, children's books. I, I think I wanted to be an illustrator more so when I was younger. Um, How old were you when you were writing your own children's I, I think books? I was, you know what it is? I have very... Mm-hmm. How old were you when you were writing your own children's books? Mm, I don't know, seven, eight. Oh, okay. I'm talking about, this is talking 17. I'm yeah. talking about eight or nine. What was going on back then? No, I said seven. I said seven or eight. Oh, I thought you said seventeen. I'm like you're an adult. No, 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 seven or eight. Like super young. Like I used to submit um, my books to like the libraries for like contests and stuff, and I actually won one time. Oh wow! And I still have that book. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I'm actually gonna take some pictures of that. Yeah, so it was more of like that. Kind of, like I have very little patience, but I like things that can be kind of done. Um, like quickly so like the drawings I was always kind of like it was like a one small scale thing and I never really got into painting because it was just um it, it was just difficult for me at times and, and I hated um kind of art class which is ironic back in back in school I just I didn't like being told like what to paint and I didn't want to, I didn't want to paint freaking fruits and vegetables and like still life so I hated art at that time for like a, a pretty pretty long period of time. I just like that just wasn't my interest. But I still always kind of had that creative one. I was just doing it on the side. Um, and it wasn't until like way later in like after I graduated college that I really picked up a brush and was like, it, and you know what it was? It was it was an ex that actually got me started because I was I told him that like you know I I used to do a lot more art. I haven't done it recently. And he was like, you should pay me something. And of course, like, uh, like okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I did. And that's really how I got, that's how I really started that. And I, I posted that when I'm painting. And 
people um, had amazing feedback to it and we want to see more, and that's that gotten kind of really um, started. Two questions. Um, so does, does, does that... Does that ex know that they put the battery near your back and they got this amazing career? I don't think so. I don't want to be. I don't know if I want to give them that satisfaction. Oh God! So, you haven't told them. Like, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> you haven't told them over all of these years. Like thank, I don't, honestly, thank you. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Not even huh? a thank you. Not even a thank you. Like you can't even tell them thank you. Um. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So. Now, yeah, this is true. Second part of that question: Does that did did you end up keeping that piece or selling that piece, or does that ex still have that piece? No, I never gave it to him. Uh, I have it. Still. <laughs> Wait, so he asked you to make him a piece of art. So his name is on it. His name is on the back. Oh, hold on. So you've never? Do you have the original? Yeah, I have the original. Will you ever? I never gave it to him. Will you ever sell it? Would I ever give it to him? No. Would or you ever? It? Would you ever sell it? No. You would never sell it. No. Ah, you still in love? Ah, that's cute. Aww. No, I'm just very like I'm a very sentimental person. Uh-huh. I have a lot of pieces that don't sell. You know that. So, you know what's crazy? So that was one of the questions I had for you, like later on. In this conversation, but I really, we might as well get right into it right now. We geared off how we met. No, yeah. Oh, you, are you want to go back to how we met? All right, and then I'll get to this question. All right, so we were on, um, we were on, you know, Twitter and all of that. So then um, there was a party. We were both at the same party. I'll never forget. So Sue was always so cool, and I seen. I'm like, oh, you know, she's like, she's cool, but it, it, a lot of times, especially in the in the like in the what's that you know what's crazy that's probably like 2012 2013 and that era of twitter like a lot of chicks would just like be like bougie like the the, I, the twitter girls they wouldn't really even interact with people and stuff like that so i'm like sue has to be uh catfish she this like this woman has to be catfish i, I really haven't seen her outside of the internet she's just like the coolest person in the world so we ended up at the same party and um, we ended up at the same party and uh, I saw her and the first thing I thought is, oh my God, like she's real and she has no choice but to interact in conversation with me because at this party, it was like a, um, it was like a private type of thing. No phones were involved. So I'm like, well, I could sit there. She's by herself. I'm going to introduce myself. We're going to get to talking. And that's what I did. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was the best night. Honestly, that having no phone thing was the best ever because it's like you were forced to like talk to people and hang out with everyone, and it was just a it was definitely a good vibe. It was the like the greatest vibe, and that's actually I think where we kind of solidified our friendship. Like we sat there. I remember tequila. Yeah, we had like a heart to heart. It was was, the party went to like 6 a.m., right? Yeah, it was like a whole party going on, and me and Sue were just sitting at the table for hours having a heart to heart. And I remember the one thing that I was really, yeah. the one one thing I was really passionate about, <clears throat> excuse me, around that time was, um, and still, I just thought it was so, cra- like I was, you know, into your art and, and, and getting more into your art and getting more into other people's arts as well. And I just thought it was ridiculous that, um, that we praise and artists make so much more money 
after they pass away. And I remember us having this conversation. Right. Like, I forgot we had that conversation. Yeah. I, I remember us having this conversation like, yo, we have to figure out a way where artists can be appreciated now while they're still here and they can make a bankroll while they're still here. Because there's no point in your state making a bankroll if you're No, not we here. were definitely like drunk and crying. I mean, like, it was... We're going to work in a... we're still here. Like, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> you're like, you're gonna, we're going to get you there. <laughs> <laughs> we're drunk. We're off the tequila. We're crying. It's an amazing party going on. I don't even know if anybody else is paying us any attention, but we weren't paying anybody any attention, and we were having this in-depth conversation on uh, making artists their money while they're still here. And I was like, Sue, it starts with you. It has yeah. to start with you. If it doesn't go anywhere, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If it doesn't start with anybody else, it, it has to start with with you. So that's how, um, that's actually, that's our that's our story. That's, that's how crazy. me and- that was, You said that was what, eight years ago already? Yeah, that was eight years ago. That's crazy. Seven, that was seven, yeah. eight years ago. And um, you've been the same emotional person and emotional friend every uh, ever since that day, and I, I still uh, appreciate you. So, back to the emotional part of what I was saying. Now that you know we got our first meeting out mm-hmm. of the way, I can't understand. Like, it's so ridiculous to me. Artists are well, and I say artists because I'm I'm basing it off of you. It's such a ridiculous thing to me that. You guys, and you in particular, you make these amazing paintings, amazing pieces, and then you find it hard to sell them or give them away or whatever. Like, what's the point? What is the point? Like you said, you made that piece for that man, and you know it was a, it, it was a. There's an attachment with it. You don't want it. Why not sell it? There and there are other pieces that I've known. I've talked to you personally that you've put your blood, sweat, and tears into, and then you like get sad and start crying like you don't want to sell it when somebody wants to buy it. What is the point? <laughs> what is the point? What are you sitting up? It's not that. It's just that it just depends. Like, I sometimes like, I just put so much of, like, my heart and soul into it. It, like, really feels like my child. And it really, it, it depends what it is. Because sometimes I need to sell it to release it. Like, if I'm going to do something super tough, I put everything into that piece. And then it kind of is like my healing process. And after I was like, all right, like, I've gotten what I need to out of this. And then I'm going to sell it. And I don't ever have to see it again. I have, you know, things like that. But then I have ones that are like, I need them as a reminder to myself. Like, once I have certain messages to me or, like, just it help me out of a better place. Like, they're just kind of ones that I still kind of need to hold on to. So I guess that, you know, they vary. And, you know, it also depends on who the person is that's, that's buying it because I almost feel like I want that person to really, you know, appreciate the piece. So it really, it's almost like an adoption process. It really depends on the person who's collecting the art because, you know, I'm never going to see it and they're going to have it in their home. So um, it really depends on the person too. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing, basically every piece I'm willing to sell, which is, I think there's a, a time and circumstance for everything. And then also another thing is it's like once you sell it, it'll never really be seen again. And I do my shows, you know, every two years. So I need them to kind of like make their rounds first so that all the fans can come see and appreciate it in person because, you know, there's so much different when you see it in person than you see it on Instagram. Yeah, you're right. So I really like to get 
them through the shows first, go through, like, you know what I mean, like, travel a bit, and after that, I'm like, all right, like, not this one, it's, it's, I can sell it. And it's usually maybe, like, a year or two after, which isn't that bad. I mean, it's not that bad, but I've yeah. actually seen you very sad to sell a piece, and I'm thinking, like, yo, I know how much this original painting is going for. There's no way I wouldn't sell that right now. I don't care about the 40,000 hours you put it in. Because, you know, it's really not, I'm so, I'm so blessed to be in a place where it's not about the money. Like, there were right. times when I needed that money right away, so I was like, you have to sell it, and it, it like, pained me. But if I'm in a place where I don't, like, really need that money to come in, like, if I, and they're going to want it regardless at some point in the future, I don't have to sell it because my art, financially, everything that supports it is through all the other stuff, the merchandise, the print. And that's why I do stuff like that. So I paint one painting and I can make, you know what I mean, like hundreds of prints. So I can make two of the film pieces, pieces with that, and that's what generates the money. And then the originals, I can still really kind of keep and hold on to myself for whatever, whatever I need. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, I'm actually looking at various pillows, mm -hmm. various Sue pillows on my couch right now as we say that. Now, I'm, I didn't even plan on asking you this, but this is something I, I just thought about that I wanted to know. So based on what mm -hmm. per, what percentage, all right, so say the piece you're making right now, you know what you're going to sell it for. What What's the percentage of money spent on making that piece of what you would make from the profit? Does that make sense? Sell it? Yeah, yeah oh, so I mean, let's just say, is, let's just say, it's crazy, but let's just say, let me just say, for example, the value of my artwork has, no, 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 I'll let you finish. Okay, because the value of my art has um, substantially increased, and because I'm putting so much more time and energy into my pieces, they're hundreds of hours now. I have to use kind of like the best of the best materials. Okay. So with that being said, like everything kind of has got upgraded through the years. Like before, it was like you know pre-bought canvases when I first started, like from Michaels and things like that. And I started getting custom um, stretch canvases when that were sturdier and had better quality that didn't like um, bend, um, you know, with different temperatures and things like that. Now, just recently in the past, we have upgraded to um, aluminum metal stretchers, so they're like super, super durable because they travel around their own all different temperatures, hot, cold. And then things like paint. When I first started, I was using paint that probably cost $5. You could buy it from probably CVS um, and brushes and things like that. And then now the paint, now I like one bottle is like $50, $60, $70. Brushes Ooh, are somebody getting money. Um, it's, and it, it really makes a difference in quality and maybe of like, I can, you know, a good artist can really paint with anything. I can right. always paint with the same stuff I painted from the beginning. It just makes my life a little bit easier, you know what I mean? Yeah, to like, sense. get the quality I want without so much effort of having to like blend, you know, shitty paints, you know, that are like watered down or like not as pigmented as it's more accessible. So it's, Regardless, I mean, you don't need it, but it's just I'm in a place where I just feel like with the the um, value increasing the artwork and materials and everything, that's kind of the foundation has to increase as well. Now you had to upgrade. What what's been your um? So um, well, to answer your question, I guess the number wise, the canvas now costs about like six seven hundred dollars for the canvas. 
teens will be like a few hundred brushes, a couple hundred. And I go through a, a new batch of brushes every painting. I have to replace them. So it's really, it's really, get so worn out. it's um, really not cheap. I mean, six, seven hundred dollars for a canvas isn't. No, it's not cheap. I spend a thousand to two thousand dollars for painting, I guess. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's not even what I was thinking. So, yeah, that's not cheap. What's, um, What's been the toughest piece for you to sell um, to date? If you've sold it already. You mean like no one wants to buy it or I don't want to sell it? Two. All right. Let's get, <laughs> let's get to let, the, the twofold question. What's been the toughest one for you to emotionally let go? Um, the hardest, the one that I'm, I'm for sure never probably going to sell is the one that the girl, the one that really kind of started my career, the one with the, the girl um, shooting, with her, her finger shooting her head and the heart coming out. With the with the money? With the... Um, called Love Saved. What is it called? Love is Saved. It's the girl okay. with the, like, shooting the heart coming out of her head. I, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking that about. That one yeah. was like really, really personal to me. But it's also the one that, like, the only one that caught, like, Possibly that I might do a sell to is, is probably Rihanna because she's the one who kind of posted that artwork and kind of really gave me a great platform to really start my art career with that. So I think that if I was going to sell, that might be the only person I would sell it to. Now, was that the one used for the bad remix? But that one's super close to my heart. Was that the one used for the bad artwork or no? No, so the bad artwork came after that. But people, for some reason, always think that that's the bad artwork. And I'm, I'm not really sure why, maybe because it was about everything happened very quickly around the time. So, like, Rihanna posted that artwork, and then while I reached out about right. getting artwork done for, for bad, and then that came out maybe like three months later. So, it was, it, it was around the time of that going viral and then bad coming out. So, I guess, like, time period wise, maybe that's, that's why people get confused. But the um, bad color is the girl with. The green hair and she has a heart cut out of her chest right 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 which and the one rihanna posted yeah. was the x the x is over the breast is that the one you're talking about right okay right and the red heart and the red heart's head. coming out and that's the one you won't um won't want to sell all right so what's been the toughest that the the toughest that you just can't sell that the, you you think the people don't want um <laughs> This takes a lot of humility, by the way. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't think that there. It's more the ones that were like sitting. I think it's always the ones that I'm like trying new things, and they don't really. It was just me kind of experimenting with different techniques and it's maybe not so reflective of my art style. But like those are usually you wouldn't even like, like you wouldn't even know that's so why I can't even describe to what it is. But it's there's always one kind of in between where I'm kind of just, you know, figuring out new directions and trying to figure out like how I can um you know, progress in different directions and, and explore and whatnot. And it's always those like kind of weird middle ones that are like awkward now speaking speaking of your art yeah, style I don't, I don't know. like speaking of your art style so i never really even um i never actually this we were at a, a dinner for my birthday in new york the other day big shout out to my girl d actually she um uh sue d just sent me a um i'm having a, dinner on thursday are you actually i just got a package from her today 
uh, from my favorite football, mm-hmm. my favorite soccer club, um, Bayern Munich. Um, I just got, you know, some stuff. She just sent Thank me you. some amazing stuff. So um, big shout out to Deep. But um, we're going to Germany. You going to Germany? Uh, yeah, you're coming too. Hey, I'm definitely coming. Um, well, she mentioned that to me the other day, so I'm definitely down. Um, but the um, well, she asked you what your art style was. What did you say? Um, I try, I kind of describe myself as pop surrealism. Okay, and why? So if you if you know surrealism, it's kind of like I mean, it kind of speaks with it's, it's surreal, so it, it's realistic, but not really like you know how Salvador Dali and that kind of style, but mine is very vivid and has also like a pop art um, aesthetic to it. So I, I kind of call it pop surrealism. Like I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the Dom, the Dom Perignon bottles right now with the, um, with the Mickey Mouse hands. Is this so? That's basically what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Right. So it's like, it, it's also like obviously progressed throughout the years. I mean, that artwork from 2013 or 14. So I'm obviously watching throughout the years, and my style has um, evolved. That makes sense. As far as like details and just skills and things like that. So, um, you know, they, the um, humans and things and stuff like that tend to get a little more realistic and um, details are, you know, more obvious and, and, and shading and blending and things like that. Is, this, is there one thing that you put into every piece of art besides your signature? that um that you make like that you make sure you do on purpose because there was one time i was looking i'm actually looking at, I, I saw i started seeing a bunch of middle fingers and in, in, in your artwork and i was like hold on is this like a is this on purpose or is this just a no that was just i mean that's only two but it, it usually goes by collection um so with that one yeah and then there was um, period when I was doing like all the circles, it represented um, my anxiety and energy and things like that. So there was like that one whole collection where there was tons of like tiny little rings of circles. Oh yeah, that was ridiculous. In, oh in my God. Senior. I remember when you were making that and I was like, <laughs> yo, how are you, like how is this going to even happen? That was giving me anxiety. I know. It, like, it was it was actually like releasing that anxiety and it gives other people anxiety. No, you, yeah, you definitely get me very anxious. Yo, have you ever made, have you ever done anything like when you were in a, like a quote unquote good space? Like how's, like, it, and you know, me knowing you and you, then the things you, you've said um, thus far, it sounds like, like you can only make art or you will only make art if there's like a, something emotional going on and not emotional in a good way. Right. Um, I'm, I'm learning to, I'm learning to kind of paint from a positive and happier place. I think I'm, you know, I'm in the first time. I think I'm in probably the happiest I've ever been in my life right now in this, in this moment. Oh, that's nice. Um, and I'm still creating, so I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm figuring it out. But yeah, for sure, for the longest time, I only painted when I was really sad. Like I can, I only. It's not that I can't paint. It's that I don't find inspiration in something and wanting to paint something without being either depressed or feeling broken of some kind or having some or going through something. But it has always um, been like therapy. So I only need that kind of 
therapeutic, um, you only need the therapy when you're going through something. So that's the only time I, I, I felt like I was creating. So, but now I think I'm in, I'm in a better place and I'm just finding, you know, how to create things that are, are out of happiness and, and being positive. And, I remember that. I remember there was one time when you were actually in a great place and you wanted to make something, and we were like FaceTiming. And every time we were FaceTime for like days, you'll just be sitting in the canvas and just be blank, like for a week. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" You're like, I just, yeah. You're like, I can't find any inspiration. And do you remember this? You actually told me, and it's still top three, one of the weirdest things I've ever heard anybody do in my life. You were like, you were going to your neighbor's. You were about to go over to your neighbor's house. To ask your neighbors, could you, uh, what are you going to ask them? Could you, uh, could you borrow their kids? Oh, uh, borrow their kids? <laughs> no, I do that a lot. I know it sounds really creepy. <laughs> artists usually use, um, like reference photos to kind of, when you're painting, you know, humans or kids, you want to, you know, get things accurate. A lot of times I'll ask, uh, my friend's kids, like if I find someone that's like the right age or height or, um, uh, whatever it is I'm looking for for that painting, I'll ask my kid, uh, my kids, uh, my friend's kids, like, do you, can, can I have them pose for me and I'm going to photograph them? And then I use, um, I use that figure in my painting so I have a reference photo to kind of get everything accurate. And then there was a time where I kept, I, I didn't, I, I didn't have anyone that had what I was looking for, but my neighbors, I didn't know them that well. <laughs> and I was like, I just, just want to like go over there and ask if I could like photograph their kids. Start painting, and I know some folks. You're like, yeah, I've been watching you. I've been but watching your family me. out of. You're like, I've been watching your family out of my window, and your kids look like perfect for what I'm, <laughs> for perfect for what I'm I know up. it sounds so creepy, but. And then a lot of, sometimes I'll like look online. It's just never the same because like you can like Google it, like you can get, find stock images of kids and stuff like just in that position. But it's not exactly what I want. Sometimes you know my my paintings are weird. Like sometimes I'm just sitting on a skull. Like so the last painting um, where I use, I use one is Sophia's daughter, one is uh, Chrissy's son. It's well, I just have a beautiful life where the boys like reaching out. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. And I had Sophia lived super far in Jersey. But I knew that her, so her daughter, um, Mimi, was, like, perfect for it. And I asked her to, like, send me, I, I like, I did the post, and then I, I texted her, and I was like, can you send me Mimi in this post? Like, put her on, <laughs> sitting on the kitchen counter, because this girl's sitting, like, on the edge of a hill. So, like, put her on the kitchen counter, and I knew this exact angle, and she just couldn't, because the angle has to be right, too, because, like, it has to be the same angle as the other one for the, for the painting to, like, make sense. Right. If you do, like, too high or too low, it's like the perspective is off. So I ended up just, I was like, no, I'm coming over there. So I drove two hours to Jersey. So you drove all the way <laughs> to Jersey? You have to do what you got to do. You don't know how much happens behind people. I understand. I mean, if if a child is going to be an obstacle and you're getting your paint done, you got to do what you got to do. I, I totally understand. I want to know, when you went over to your new neighbor's house, like, knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell, how did you, like, please tell me, how did you ask them? You know what's really funny? So they moved. I don't know if they sold the house. Because, because of you. That's why they did it. <laughs> I was just weird lady next door. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, now, like, with Sophia's child or with any other children that you use, do do the kids end up looking like those kids? Like, would the kids, when they grow up, be able to look at them? Yeah, they look, yeah. So the kid that I'm looking at now, who is that kid? 
the other black. So that's Chrissy from Andre. So the so the funny part is so that I get I mean I'm Asian sticker now like a different uh stickers and then and he wanted the one in the purple hoodie. Hold on, what did you say about the stickers? I couldn't hear you. You deserve a beautiful life. Yeah, yeah. I said Asian makes stickers out of like the different parts of the painting. So I have a sticker of just the boy in the purple hoodie holding the balloon, who's Andrei. And he was like, Can I get some stickers? And I was like, Yeah, so I, I sent him a whole pack. And then Chrissy's mom, she's like, So I'm just passing them out at school to girls talking about this is me. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like so Valentine's funny. Day every day. So that's who the kid is on the piece that you're working on. So what what piece are you working on now? Because I'm only seeing you know snippets like everyone else. I mean I've seen a little. More I know it's basically done now. So um, it'll be out on Thursday. Thursday, like today's Monday. Um, it's another. Like, it's a good one. Yeah. So it's just an inspirational piece. I can't really. I don't want to give it away, but it's a good one. It's a good it's, one. It's been a hard one to get through. And you know what it is? It's always the things that people never know. Like, the hardest parts in all my paintings are the parts that people would never expect. Like, for this one, I did, it's technically painted, like, on a, a brick wall as a background. So I had to paint the brick wall first. Right. And the brick wall was, like, took me, like, three weeks. That was the hardest part. That was the hardest part. Wow. And it's, like, stuff that people aren't very know. I'm like, well, that's just the background, you know? So then it's funny because when I posted, like, I posted, uh, like, a, a preview of it on my Instagram story. And um, do you know DK, the artist, Brian? What's her so name? So he's another super dope artist. Brian? Okay. You should follow him. DK, the artist. Shout out to him. Um, so he, he's like, you know, he's like that. Everyone was commenting on, on my boy. He was like, oh, my God, super realistic. And Brian was like, you know, that wall, though, like, and I was like, you get it. Yeah, see. <laughs> get it. It, it's definitely an artist. No, that's definitely an artist thing. That's you know what that sounds like to me. So as a DJ, like you got, I mean, you're you're drunk in a club, not paying attention to any anyway. So like when you're in the club, you're hearing DJs play music. You just know what you like, and if the song is hot, and if you know you can, you'll listen to transitions and stuff like that. But just as long as the DJ's not sloppy and he's playing good music, you'll be having a good time. But there are times where us DJs we yeah. do, we actually do something like very very artistic with the with the music. And nobody in the club cares. They don't give yeah. up. They don't care. But like, there'll be another DJ in there, like, yo, yeah. like, yo, I heard that. And then on the inside, or we, are, yeah, we're like, yeah, this. no, that's definitely like the same thing. We're like, thank God, somebody, I yeah. did this for all of this, and nobody's gonna understand it. I'm like, yes, <laughs> somebody, somebody found out. But no, I saw, I saw, I've been seeing what you've been doing. So is this piece coming from a totally? Uh, happy place like the entire time you've done this piece have you been in a good space yeah it's it's coming from a place of just um it, it, it's coming from a point in my life where I feel like you know it's time to get everything I've ever wanted to do done I feel like regardless of perceived success or you know just being you know in a good place there's always um, so many more things that I want to accomplish. It's still very early on for me. And it's about, uh, you know, taking the steps to accomplish stuff. So it's, it's definitely a very inspirational piece, and it's pushing me um, to kind of, like, the next level of my life and also hoping that it inspires other people to do the same. And then it's also, like, it shot up, you know, a couple of close friends, obviously, and saw that you were in it, too. 
do like little details, like the stickers are all like people who kind of inspired me and also inspired to send message who've done the same thing. Uh, oh, this is in the painting. This is the one I'm in. Yeah, oh my god, I'm so happy! I can't wait. You know, you know how excited I was. You saw it. You saw it on Facetime already. Don't don't say the name of it. I'm not, I'm not gonna say. I don't re remember the name of it or anything, but I remember that, and I was I was just like, yo, that is so dope. By the way, I'm gonna tell the world this, and I'm gonna tell you this. Like, you are an amazing, an amazing friend. Like, they're like, you know, it's 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 very rare when you find like very very good friends once you're already an adult and once you already really established most of your friends but i really appreciate yeah. the friendship like even yeah. with like my birthday parties and stuff like that you'll come you know what i'm saying like you'll that's like steph you know i'll be there don't you don't even have to worry about anything i'll make sure i'm there you know let's do dinner yeah. you know like any city i really really appreciate that and um you know especially you I know. I mean, you do the same for me. You, you literally will fly to like any of my shows, and it's just like, it's just like you know. I mean, our, our friendship is is very special to me, and I feel like we've always been supporting each other throughout the years, and that's really also a part of why we've become who we are. And then it's important to kind of, especially in, in recent times, like it's just so important to kind of be grateful for the amazing friendships you have around you, and to very kind right. of appreciate them as much. As and what I also appreciate and what I do see is like your friendships with um like your team your team is basically your friends. Like I I don't really know how it works, but it works very well. I don't know if all of right. your friends are employees or I don't know, but I love like I love Jess. I love the best hands. the part that you can't tell is what's the best part. Is yeah. because some people are being paid, some are not, but you can never tell the difference because right. my friends no matter what if they're not being paid up, they are exactly the same. And they'll, you know, roll up their sleeves and do whatever they can to help me. And I've, you know, I've never, ever taken that for granted. And it's so dope to be able to build what I'm building with the help of people so close to me and that we can kind of all grow together as a unit. And I, and I love all of them so much. And I really appreciate it because all of you are, like, basically East Coast. You're all in New York, New Jersey, whatever. And everybody, like, when I'm in town or wherever, it's like I'm part of the crew. Like, I remember I want to elaborate. But I remember the one night we went to the, I, and I don't even smoke hookah, but it was like we were in the Middle East. Do you remember that, that hookah spot? It was like in the basement. Do you remember that hookah spot? It was like in the basement. We left one of your art shows, and we went to a- Oh, that, that, it was after my birthday. Oh, it was after your birthday, yeah. But I just remember like- those, It was after the grill, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. And we was there, yeah, we were out all day. But I just remember those moments, and- you being like your your crew is your family and you know like it's 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 just a beautiful thing. I see when you set up your galleries, all the same people they're always there working and helping. And even like in New York, I mean, excuse me, like LA or somewhere like that, there'll be like one other person that I haven't seen in a while, but I'll I'll see them when it's showtime. And you know, you have an mm -hmm. amazing amazing group of friends. I think that's an amazing testament. I do. Uh, that's one of the most things I'm like, people can never, people can't buy the loyalty that like, and support that I have. Like, it's just something I hold very dear to my heart and I have so many like, loving and supportive people around me. It's really like, it's it's amazing. I mean, definitely would not be in place if I like, and the way they, everyone. the way they help you out with the uh the galleries is like ridiculous. Speaking of galleries, hold on. How many how many shows have you done this far? 
gallery show is? Um, seven. You've done seven. Did I come to the first one? No. No, that was a, that was before. This is, my first show was in 2012. Okay. So I've probably been to six, including LA, right? We had we, we just met or like maybe two like maybe a month or two or, or no 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 it was the next no 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 we 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 didn't meet yet. This is a long time. My first show there was only and it was also only a one day show. Okay. Because that's all I could afford at the time. Well, you can you can do like a tour now. You definitely making a lot of money. Huh? I said you could definitely do like a tour now. You don't have to do just like a. A one day show, like for sure. Uh, so it's crazy. I can't believe we did a one day show. Like all that work for one day was crazy. Your last show you did was um, the last one in New York. How many days? It was like it's like a week now, right? Every trip is like a week or like it's, it's three, it's three weeks. Three, and it's you're there every day. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I think that's the most like ridiculous thing. I mean, it's ridiculous as in good because I've seen. The way the fans yeah. fans um, attract to you, especially children, and I know you have to be like a, a beacon of light for like a, a bunch of young ladies. I see them; they want to take pictures with you, and your art. You probably taking over a mill. You're like Jay Z when it comes to pictures in the art world. Like I know you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's because it's like at some point I don't think I'm gonna be able to. You know what I mean? I, it, it, first of all, it's rocking, and then you already know me. I'm like right. I'm, if you don't know me, I'm already a shy person. Right, right, and right. And then you also know I hate pictures. But it's like, these are the things that I just, I have to do because like, you know I mean? Like it means a lot to people. And then I, I would hate to like not be there one day and then all of a sudden I find out like someone, you know, because there's people that like have driven like 10 hours to come to my show. Wow. And then, like I miss that person. Like, you know, so I, I really try super hard to be at the show as much as I can, just so I can meet every single possible person um, I can. I'm not going to be able to do that forever and all the time, but while I still can, I'm definitely going to take advantage of that. No, you, you have to. As long as the, I, I, I tell myself this all the time, sometimes my phone gets to ringing a lot, and then I get, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I wish it just stopped. But then I start thinking, like, one day if it stops, that's it. Like, I don't, you know what? You get what you mm-hmm. wish for it. Like, let it keep ringing. Let the people keep taking pictures with you. Let everything happen, uh, you know, as it's supposed to happen. Now I know you're you're busy. You have the finishing touches to um, to do on your last piece. I'm gonna let you get up out of here in a minute. But um, you know, like this isn't a traditional like it's not an interview. This is us talking as friends. But we have to discuss. <laughs> we, we have to discuss uh, your, your your Puma your Puma collab, which I really appreciate and which I loved, especially when we were in London. I remember shopping in Harrods and um, seeing your stuff over there and like buying so much stuff to come back with. Still didn't get the book back, but you know, that's that's because it was, you know, just so sought after and, um, you know what I'm saying, sold out. But like that collab um, was amazing. You did two seasons of that, right? Right. So it was all of 2019. Oh, it was just um, so it was one like year, two seasons. seasons. So it, it was all one year though, with two seasons. Right. Oh, I, I didn't even right, remember. but it was probably about it was two years worth of work. So it it the, the between the initial starting and then kind of the marketing, it, it did it seemed a little bit longer, like two years, but it was technically spring summer uh, nineteen and, and uh, fall into nineteen. So you started working on it in like twenty seventeen. 
Now, was this something that you reached out to them for, or they reached out? How did that come to fruition? Um, it was just, I think, through me. I, I know that they were looking for um, a female artist collab with, and then between me and, and the person in the head at that time, we have some mutual contact, and I think they just connected us. Like, oh, she would be super dope. Um, and, you know, they set up a meeting, and we met, and I kind of gave my gear. It's funny thing that I wore Adidas to my first Puma meeting. Please, you know what? I was going to tell like, you, tell I was going to tell you, tell them the story you told me the other day. Please, please. <laughs> so we like, so, so this was kind of like, you know, our first mutual meeting where I'm like just pitching ideas. Like, I, I had so many meetings that day. The first thing in the morning, I, I was like, I have to wear my Puma today. Like, I had a Puma meeting. Cool. So I put on, you know, what I thought were my Puma sneakers, went out the door. Um, had my whole day, you know, I went to the meeting and it wasn't even like, I didn't, like my shoe warners, it was, we were talking about ideas and I literally like pointed at my shoe and was like, <laughs> yeah, like just this, this silhouette, but add here. And I was like designing my ideas on the shoe and he didn't, you know, he didn't, he didn't say anything about it. He just kept nodding inside the car. The meeting's over. I walk out, my, my girl is outside waiting for me. Um, as we're like, you know, walking out, she's like, oh, she's like, I like those Adidas, those are dope. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 these are Puma. She's like, no, they're Adidas. So I look and I'm like, holy shit, they're fucking Adidas sneakers. And I just wanted to like slap myself, but oh my I mean, God. it worked out. So it went through. <laughs> so is there is there going to be a second season or a third season or however it would be? Um, I have a couple of things in the works right now. I can't say who they're with, but I have a ton of stuff coming out this year and next year. Um, within the past and, you know, other seniors and stuff like that, but not necessarily just kind of open-ended. Okay. So, look, your piece, your new piece is going to drop when? Thursday, right? Yeah. So, how quick, like, how quick is the merch going to be available? Like, oh, or, and the prints. Is that, is that... So everything drops on Thursday. Will everything be ready, or just the original piece? Right. So showing? by the time I no, because I, I, when I post it, I want everything to be on the website. Because as soon as I I post any painting, people just automatically go to my site. Right. Regardless, I don't I don't usually like I don't want to lose the traffic and there's nothing there, you know. So I usually kind of I, I finish the painting a few days earlier, and then I have time to um, you know photograph it, um, digitize it pre-order kind of like all the merch that I'm going to meet with it and then I can see the links that we can watch that they're not available yet so that they can pre-order um, as soon as I leave painting online. Is there any new merch you're working on? Are you going to still do the same like uh, stickers, pillows, tees? You got to get something new. So Maybe this like... year, 2020, I'm focused on some really like, I kind of tried to um release some really like more collectible items so oh, nice. instead of like just regular merch i'm doing like five big releases this year um the first the first two um i don't know what i can kind of really talk about but the first is a hoodie but it's like a super premium really cool hoodie that i've been working on for um a few months and that people i know have been wanting for the one i designed or no um a while so it's <laughs> no okay <laughs> but that one, and then after that, in um, in the spring, I'm gonna have the the basketball coming out. 
a lot of myself got pushed back this year because um, of the, the virus and, and the situation that's going on over in China. So a lot of factories are still closed. They're not allowed to open. Um, is that so? Is the coronavirus the government right now? So. Is the coronavirus still affecting your like uh, production? Yeah, it pushed everything back. Yeah. I mean, are so they... the first one is is still kind of on time, but I don't know if it's just. Yeah, you're doing that. Uh, like they're supposed to be closed, but they're like we're shipping it. I'm like, all right. Oh, and, I don't know. And speaking but of everything else is definitely a lot of stuff is still closed. Speaking of China, because you mentioned China, and so there is no, there is no, uh, <laughs> there is no confusion. You are Taiwanese. Correct. All right, now I just want to let the people know because I, you know, I don't want you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh yeah. Sue is Chinese. Everybody, she's Taiwanese. So I just want to let that know. All right, so you got the hoodie. Mm-hmm. You got... Are you doing shot glasses? Basketball. You got a basketball. Are you doing shot glasses? As, mm-hmm. much, as much tequila as you drink, you got to do a shot glass or something. A shot glass? I want the whole bottle. Oh, that would be nice. I need my own tequila bottle. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. You should do that. I should spearhead that kind of company. You know no, what? I got to figure out which tequila company. Have you thought about that? Are you already working on that? Or can I can I be the front runner of this? <laughs> you can put in a bid. I would put in a bid because I have the perfect tequila brand. I I, I know a, a very good tequila brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so got- um, no, I, I definitely want to do that's kind of one of my things to do like a really dope, um, like a collective edition bottle oh, of a nice. spirit. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't have to be tequila, but something, champagne bottle, cognac, whatever. But like something, someone who has a cool bottle, and then I can kind of add to that. I'm like a hoarder when Definitely it comes to that stuff. Remember that, uh, I forget who the artist was. They did like a Hennessy bottle. I'm looking at it right now, I'll never open it because. Of the art, no, but this was one night was like, um, mm-hmm. probably 2000 and like 10. Who, well, I got the cause mm-hmm. one too. I won't open cause? like I'm a, I'm such a hoarder when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I need two bottles one I can really drink and one I could just have over, right? Uh, oh no, my, it's, a, it's a cool thing to flex. No, but my friend, no, big shout out to Becky Swalls. I'll never forget this story. He, I think he had the cause one. And he had it over his, like, he left it over his mother's house or something like that. Do you know when he came to get it, I think his uncle or somebody had drank the whole bottle. Do you know how? Um, I, I, <laughs> at least you keep the bottle Yeah, but still, you don't want to, you don't want to open it. It's like. Yeah, no. And, and to be fair, <laughs> he actually did. He actually returned. He actually did that to a bottle of mine. I'm going to get myself upset right now thinking about it. I'm not going to worry about that. But, yeah, he did that to a bottom. Anyway, forget all of that. So, but no, that's um, Liquor's meant to be drank. Yeah, I mean, that's what the liquor's for. I mean, if anybody knows, you know. I really, next time we do this, mm-hmm. we have to be, like, in the same, in the same room with each other. I, I would have preferred to have been, like, somewhere. Well, I thought you were doing this last week or whatever that day when you were on tour. I know, but I was so busy, and it was like, it was so hectic. And then I had, you know what? When I map out my birthday tour next year, I'm gonna do a little better mapping out. I'm gonna um, put like two days in each city because I was doing one day in each city, and I was like, I was having to come yeah. in and get right to stuff. Like you see, 
We went straight. I'm to- told you, 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 you had a busy schedule of an NBA. You didn't even, you didn't even <laughs> have a day off in between. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. And, day uh, after day. Do I owe hands? Do I owe hands $75? Me and him still need to have that talk. <laughs> Hello, you hear me? We could, like a, we could do like a drink champs thing. Did you, did you hear me? I said, do I owe him $75? I said, me and him still need to have that talk. I don't know. Hold on. Tell the people how you ordered a drink. So you're out for Seth's birthday. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the bar, get a drink. Like, let's be considerate because Seth's big hang. Let's, let's get him a drink. Mind you, we had drink like, tickets at first. Go ask Seth what he wants. All right. So, what? No, no, I'm, I'm letting you finish. Oh, oh we, we had drink tickets. So Seth had given us um, drink tickets. So we have a few. So we think that you know we have four, four of us, or five, five drink tickets. We order our drinks. So the bartender is like, oh, okay, she goes, the drinks are a little bit more than the drink tickets, but you know, don't worry about them. My diet cool. I'm like, honey, what is um, what does Seth want? So he, he tells her the bartender. She's like, oh, she's like, um, that one's a little bit more. I can't, I can't give you that one with the drink tickets. So. You know, and he's like, oh, and he's like, call people. He's like, how much is a drink? <laughs> he's like, $75. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Big shout- would order a drink that costs freaking $75. Big, big shout out to Avion Tequila. All I asked was for Avion Tequila, but I guess it was, it the, was, the, 44 it was the 44 reserve. reserve so, you know, I mean, you know, tell his I got him on his birthday. Henry <laughs> <laughs> still talks about that. I had, that was I love what you said about it. Like you said that the bartender, she said it without like, without flinching. Like, you know, most people would be like, uh, yeah, yeah she said it like it was regular. Like, <laughs> like all right, $75. Like she wasn't afraid. If I was a bartender and there was a drink that was $75, I would be afraid to tell the customer like, you gotta, you gotta, I would feel she, like. You, she, didn't, she didn't even blink. You gotta tell them up front, like, yeah, you know. I mean, but some people might think it's a sort if you'd be like, you know what, I just wanna let you know that drink is $75 before we get it. I mean, I mean you All know. Right. But yesterday I went to the supermarket, and have you ever had um, cotton candy grapes? Cotton candy grapes? Is it, are they grapes or are they, is it cotton yeah, candy? Yeah, they're grapes, but they're like really. No, no, they're grapes. They're grapes, but they're like really extra sweet, and they're like, you know, they're they're harder to find. Uh-huh. But I, sometimes they're I didn't have the day. But I, I saw them yesterday. Two point, there's four bags. So I was like, I didn't answer. I didn't. I, I saw the how much it was for pounds. I didn't really. I didn't really think about it. So I just put all four <laughs> in the bag, and then um, I got the rest of stuff. So I'm checking out, and the lady is like nervous. <laughs> and I'm like looking at her, and she's like, oh, she's like, um, she's like pointing at. She's like, so these are. Um, ten ninety nine a pound. So the four bags, um, it comes to fifty two or whatever it was. Is that okay? And I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, that's, that's expensive. I can't, I can't but I was like, I just like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> now you have to. Eat. So I was like, no, I was like, no, it's fine. But it really hurt my heart. Now you gotta eat. Now you gotta eat that's four bags of grapes. That is very expensive. I now I really have to eat them. It's fine. I said, no, it's very expensive, but it, you know what's crazy about expensive versus, like, fruit, like, everybody has their things where they won't spend, that they, they don't mind spending money on, and things that they do mind spending Yeah, but grapes is not that thing for me. What's, what's one thing that you don't mind spending money on? Like, mine is, I love jackets. Like, I, a jacket, I don't care how much it costs. If I want it. 
I'm a I'm a jacket person. You know what? I always buy jackets when I'm sad. When you're sad. Jackets <laughs> well, well, really what? <laughs> yeah, I every time I'm sad I buy a jacket. I have so many jackets. I'm trying to think I call them my sad jackets. Your sad jackets. I'm trying to think, do I buy I don't um, I'm trying to think. My thing is, I think hotels. Hotels. Or like vacation things. Oh, yeah, yes. I like really nice hotels. I do, too. I don't mind. You know what? But I it, think I any, anything I'm willing to spend money on as an adult is everything I was deprived of as, uh, <laughs> as a child. And that's it. <laughs> like, my mom is, like, literally the cheapest, most frugal human being you will ever be. Oh, so, we wow. used to stay at, like, you know, motel fixes and like Howard Johnson and stuff like that. Like when we travel, like even if I'm going to Disneyland, like just like she's like, we're only the first thing is like we're only sleeping here. We're only sleeping but, here. I like, like I like everything. I like that. <laughs> That's the first thing. Like we only sleep here and we're like just showering, sleeping here. But I was like, there's no point. But like that was her, always her whole thing, my whole life. So like my thing now is my job was like spending money on hotel rooms. So now your thing is like I gotta get the infinity pool on the roof. I have to have the suite. I have to have it. Uh, it has to be a yacht docked by it. All right, because I feel like, and also it's like I'm. I don't usually travel to one place that many times. Like, so this is the only time in my entire life I'm gonna be here. Like, I need it to be the best possible experience. No, it's like no. When you travel, you gotta let all inhibitions go. I remember we just went to um. We went to Tokyo um, this past summer, and I'll never forget. Hold on, let me see if I can find a bill. Um, we went to this restaurant. First of all, when you get recommendations from people for different um, restaurants or anywhere, be mindful of the people that you got the uh, the the recommendations from, because um, right. yeah, because like, so I, I I got the recommendations from somebody that I really really love. But they they don't have any sense of money. So we went to this restaurant and it was an nice. ama- amazing dining experience. It was um, it was probably like seat like ten people at most. They were doing the most in there. Everything was live. Mm-hmm. They were reaching in, cooking it. I helped I helped make the uh, sticky rice over in the corner. It was a whole production. Right, you saw you showed me the picture. Oh yeah, the bill came out, and I was like, oh, I mean, I didn't know what the conversion was at the time, but it was like uh. It was like 78,000 78, yen. I was like, oh, well, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I guess this is right. But then it was, it was something on there. I'm like, I didn't have 27 of these, but it wasn't, this would just be me ignorant. It wasn't 27. It was whatever, whatever the writing was, it looked like 27. And I'm like, um, yeah. I, I'm like, let me do this conversion. The dinner, <laughs> dinner ended up, it, we weren't full, by you, mind you. It was just, it was really for the experience. And let's say we had original, you know, authentic Japanese cuisine. Great experience. How much was the bill? Like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars before the tax, right before tax. Yeah. And, and, and then another thing is that, like, even if you're taking like, like, it's not also about the money. Like, I feel like going into like hole in the wall spots or like places right. that own locals go, and you could get like the most like bottom meal for like under $10. Right. But, it's, but guess but what? Those are also recommendations. I have that experience and I have that story that, you know, forever. It was it was the great, like mm-hmm. going to Tokyo was one of the greatest trips I've ever had in my life. And it was just like, you'll really enjoy yourself if you, uh, I mean, you got to be smart um, if you can, if you're blessed enough. But like, just put your, like, don't, you can't be counting your pockets when you're going on a certain trip. Just enjoy yourself 
and you'll live to fight another day. Trust me, you'll make that money back. I was looking like I'm, I looked like you know this, right. this is a, a yeah. I don't, I've never regretted any money I've spent traveling. But then my my issue is if I spend a thousand dollars, if I spend <laughs> if I spend a thousand dollars on dinner, guess what? I'm not gonna stop for the rest of the day. It's just like well now, I mean, I had already spent a thousand. We might as well just keep drinking. No, I I, I would definitely stop. <laughs> no, no. My, that see, would make me definitely stop. See, that's I already thing. spent a thousand dollars. I just opened a can. I'm, I'm like, let's just keep drinking and then. We'll just eat regular sushi tomorrow or something like that. We'll balance it out. Yeah, but then you never do because now your standards are, like, higher. This is true. I mean, you can come back down and react. At some point, you have to come back there. You'll get, I mean, me, I end up back in Cleveland, Ohio. You end up back in New York. So I have to come back to, like, to a real. Yeah, I have, no. like, $75 drink. So look, I got to do the So, look, I get back to Cleveland. I get back to Cleveland from Tokyo, right? And I'm like, yo, I'm on this high horse. I'm like, yo, I like uh, my homegirl, uh, Katie, from our running group, she was like, yo, I found a, like an authentic Japanese spot and, um, and, in Cleveland. We should go. I was like, I was all on it. I'm like, let's go. And it looked nice and, and very reminiscent of what I had just saw in Tokyo. I'm like, this is great. So we went in there. I was, you know why I was disappointed, Sue? There was not one Japanese person in the restaurant. Not one, not <laughs> one. You're, you're going to tell me you went through all of this to have this uh, like Japanese decor and all of this. And you don't have a Japanese worker in the restaurant. Everybody's white. Everybody just white. There's white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, yeah. just pure white. You're just not going to. I'm like, I mean, I'm like there, Asian people in Cleveland. There's not even and this. I didn't, you said it. I could now I could now I could say it. I was like, you could have just put anybody that's Asian in this restaurant, and I would have been fine. I I would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, anybody, if if anybody would have just been Asian to come out the back, anything. So the, the the host, the host, they sit us, and then the bartender comes out. I'm like, all right, it's a white man. I'm like, all right, cool. He's fine. Next thing I know, he goes in the back and he puts on gloves and he starts making the sushi. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I'm never coming back here. Like, y'all y'all have... Meanwhile, there's a... No lie, this is 1,000% true. Meanwhile, there is a uh, a cookie or a uh, candy store right next to it. Three Asian Americans work in the front desk at the candy store. I said, are y'all serious? I said, do y'all have any idea what's going on next door? Like... I was oh I was so mad, but that was me coming back to reality, to Cleveland, where I have to, you know. All right, we have to we have to end this. Why? You gotta get back to work. Cause no one no one cares about us. Oh, are you right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I know this is this has like really... we're still talking like we're just on the phone with each other. <laughs> All right, well, you gotta get back to touching up. So you you about to touch up your painters or what? What are you doing? Let it dry or what? No, I have a, a quick, my last meeting, um, in like 10 minutes, and then I'm going, so I have eight cards in five weeks. Hold I'm on, Every, everything cards. you just said was mad broken up. Can you repeat everything was just mad broken up? Okay, I have, I said I have a, I have a meeting in 10 minutes. Okay. And then after that, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger because I haven't ate cards in five weeks. Oh, I saw you had a cheeseburger countdown. Yeah, I know, that's. 
I'm gonna get a cheeseburger tonight. It's gonna be my cheeseburger. You try to get abs for the summer? I'm trying to be skinny for that wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when when is it? Is it is it July? It's in April. It's in a month. Oh, it's in a month. Oh, you'll be fine. Less carbs, more tequila. Well, Less carbs, more tequila. Yeah, I'm literally only drinking water and alcohol. I mean, that's that's the story of my life. Like, nothing. All right, so I let you get to your meal. I don't drink like juices. I don't have any mixers or anything. Well, I had to like, so I try to do like a juice cleanse every Monday because well, I haven't, I didn't really drink this past weekend, but for my birthday, I, I was drinking so much, and I was just like, I gotta get all of this out of my system. Like it's. It was ridiculous. So, but the juice clear, you should do a juice cleanse. I actually like I lose hella weight when I do the the juice cleanse. You should do one. You should do it just for like two days, and you can have like it'll be. I juice. used to do the blueprint cleanse for five days. <laughs> what is? I I don't know what that is, but you can do the juice cleanse the and cleanse? get no. it off Oh, I don't. I'm not here. But I, just go to a, like a go to like a mom and pop juicer and get the juice cleanse from them. And you can also, it's not just, you can drink water as well. And you can also have like raw nuts. Like you can eat raw peanuts or raw walnuts, anything raw. I don't, I don't like that. I know. It's not about what you like. You want abs and you want to be skinny. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Talking about what you don't like. Yeah, you try to be skinny about, and next month. You talking about what you don't like. Ridiculous. <laughs> You can't. I've already been doing this for a month. Beggars can't be choosers. I lost this pound. Oh, congratulations. Huh? I said congrats. Mm. All right. All right. Well, I'll let you get to your. Uh, All right. I have to go. You mean your cheeseburger. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. And I love you. Appreciate you. I love you too. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.